0: the lord this morning amen you know what this morning as we come to minister we're so grateful to be with you guys living word fellowship we love you guys we're so happy to be here we love pastors eric and shelley and uh, it's just an honor to be with you again this morning but we just encourage you this morning just as we get going let's draw on the holy spirit this morning you know we're gonna bring our loaves and fishes but we are depending on the lord to multiply And exactly what you need. So, this morning, as we begin, I want you to draw on the Holy Spirit of God. He is the one that accompanies this word with signs following. So, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you in this place. You're already here today. And we give you all place. We give you all place. We say, have your way this morning. And we are so expectant at what you're going to do in each and every life, what you're going to do this morning. We get our eyes on you. We got our expectancy on you. We look to you this morning and we draw on you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that as Mark and I speak your word, that you accompany us with signs following. We're working with you. And we just say, have your way this morning, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, it truly is so glad. We're so grateful to be here. So happy. I have all my family here, and um, then we have our Living Word Church family. So we're so excited to be here this morning. So we're going to share this morning about God's plan for taking your land. And I always love how the worship. Just always, every time we come here, it's like the songs are just lining us up for the word of God. It all flows together as one. God's plan for taking your land. And you know, God has a plan for each one of us. He has a land for each one of us to inherit. He has promises that he wants us to receive. He has places he needs us to occupy. And so let's just ask yourself this morning, what is my land? What is this land that God wants me to occupy, that the promises that he wants to give me? Where has God positioned you for this time and this season? Your family, your work, your home, this state, this nation. Think about where you're positioned relationally and and even geographically. Think of where God has positioned you. He's given you a land, and he has a plan for you to possess the land he's giving you to possess. Amen. He wants, to he wants you to flourish where you're planted. And he wants you to possess the land. Take it and occupy and, you know, Mark and I have been studying Joshua, the book of Joshua. It's such a great book, and there's so much instruction that we can learn uh, that what the Lord gives Joshua in Joshua 1, there's so much instruction for us, and we're really going to just receive that and look at that today from Joshua 1, chapter, uh, Excuse me, verses 1 through 8. So I'm going to read that, and then I'm going to turn it over to Mark here. So Joshua 1, verses 1 through 8, and I'm reading from the NIV Bible. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon. And from the great river, the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God has a plan for us to possess our land. Hallelujah. Amen. Does, um,
1: does anybody else feel? I think it's on. Does anybody else feel that it's time in the spirit? It's time to take back. It's time to take back something. Yes. It's time to like step into the promises that God has for us and to take back everything that he has for us. Yes. Come on, it's time. Yes. It's, it's time. It's time for time. that to happen. And in, uh, this morning, we're going to look at in uh, Joshua 1. And, and just to give you a, a backdrop of what's been happening, um, so the Israelites have, have been wandering in the desert for 40 years, 39 years previous. They had received the instruction from the Lord to Moses, um, you know, and they had the opportunity then to, to take the land. But, they, but they, didn't, uh, they didn't believe in the promises then, and, and God had them wander around for 40 years. So here we see that the Israelites are parked at the east side of the Jordan, uh, you know, mourning Moses, and they're, they're on the verge of entering into, into yeah. the land. So, yes. so let's, let's look at uh, uh, verse 1. And it says, um, and just, just to before we go into verse 1, there's certain themes in uh, Joshua, you know, we can look at. And, and the first one is success. It talks about the success. We'll see that later on uh, in, in this passage of, of uh, verses, that God has got great success yes. for us, too. Yes. You know, he's got great success for us as we step into the promises that he has for us he's got faith stored up for us to step in and receive those promises. Oh, so is, yeah. faith, so success, faith, guidance. Well, the Holy Spirit is our guidance now, and he leads us into all the promises. There's also leadership, the leadership of the Holy Spirit again. You know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and, yeah. and he leads us into all those things. And then conquest. Well, we, we know in Romans 8:37 it says that we're more than conquerors. So So they're they're kind of the the themes that are in the back of what we're going to just share now. And so in uh, in verse 1, it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it says that uh, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid. So let's just have a look at that. um, You know, we see here that there's a transition, there's a time, there's a new time. God is saying that there's a new way to advance into the, the promises, the land that I've given you. There's a new way. There's a new time. And, and I believe we're in a new time and a new way now. Yes. That that you don't have to look to the old to see how it was done. But, but you know, because we had the instruction that God was giving Moses, the instruction, and then he was instructing, you know, uh, God's promises on people, you know, that the Israelites were receiving that. But now the new way that God is, is saying is that, that uh, you know, Joshua is going to, uh, with the people, with the Israelites, take the land. So there's, there's a new way, there's a new order, there's a new uh, procession, a progression in the things of God. And that's that's who we are right now. We're coming out of a, of a period of time, I believe, the church, that has been awakened. Yeah. And we're not going to do the same things that we used to do because God has new life, new breath, new way, yeah. new vision yeah. for us to walk yeah. into the things yeah. that he has for us. Yeah. So, um, you know, we see that... So Moses has died, but there's a, there's a transition, there's a smooth transition, and God always has the plan, you know, we have, you know, in life there's transition to heaven, there's transition of leaders, there's transition, but God always has the plan, and he will always use the people and call the people for, for the plan to go smoothly. So here we see a, a smooth transition, um, you know, uh, uh, with Joshua, and he was a military leader, Joshua was one of the greatest military leaders, but also we see here that the Lord said to Joshua, so if if the Lord said to Joshua, it meant that Joshua listened, so Joshua's ears were open to hear the instruction of the Lord. It's amazing that you can be a great leader, you can be a great businessman, you can be a great, you know, uh, teacher or, you know, whatever it is you do in life, but you can be so much supernaturally better if you hear the word of the lord hear the instruction of the lord one word from the lord can set your course in a different place can set you propel you into the destiny that god has for you and and here we see that joshua could hear the word of the lord and you can hear the word of the lord and he can propel you and set you into the very plans that he has for you to to, to receive so um joshua succeeded moses uh, you know, God appointed Joshua, we see that in Numbers 27, where where uh, God uh, has Moses anoint Joshua, you know, laying hands on him and instructing him to take uh, the Israelites, to take, uh, you know, charge or take authority, and they would take instruction from him and lead them, you know, so God appointed, uh, you know, Joshua. Second of all, he was Moses's aid for forty years. He was around Moses. He he gleaned from Moses. He was prepared. He was in this place of preparation, <clears throat> which I believe that the church is in this place of preparation work, where God has has been speaking to the church, has been preparing hearts, has been preparing the ways to move forward, has been preparing an advancement that's gonna be <coughs> that's gonna accelerate into the destiny of what God has uh, for us as a church. But also we see that. That Moses was, um, he was one of two spies uh, who brought back, sorry, Joshua, who was one of two spies that brought back the, uh, you know, good news. He brought back the, the you know, uh, you know, that they could do, that they could advance, that they could take down the giants, that they could, you know, advance into the land. And also he was a witness with Caleb of the, the, uh, the plagues, of the miracles of what God did uh, in Egypt, you know, and, and saw all that. So you could see that that God is preparing this mighty man of God, this military leader, and pouring faith into him, mm-hmm. pouring that success into him, pouring that guidance and leadership into him, pouring uh, everything that he needed in that preparation for now to advance forward. Yeah. And we see him advancing forward in that military, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, man, but also listening to the instruction of the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. You know, some of you in this room saw the signs, wonders and miracles of the last season. And we need you to help keep like Pastor Virginia and speak out uh the new that that we can trust God that we are well able to enter the land. Yeah. Amen. We want to be the Joshuas and the Calebs that rise up in this time and say, "We are God is with us and we are well able to rise up and possess this land." It is time for the church to rise. It is time for the church to shine. And you know Joshua's leadership when we think of Joshua his leadership started in his serving of Moses. He got to serve Moses. He served for 40 years. What an awesome opportunity because because Moses served right the, the face of God. Moses saw God face to face. And then Joshua got to serve Moses. So our leadership starts in our serving. You know, um, if you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be the servant of all. And I love that about Joshua. I love that he said, we're well able to rise up and take the land with Caleb. And he had a good report. You know, we have that opportunity now in this time, there is so much evil report going on. And are we going to see ourselves as grasshoppers or are we going to see ourselves rightly and say, no, we are well able to rise up and possess the land. So heal our eyes, Lord, to see rightly, see ourselves rightly that we rise up like Joshua and Caleb, and we do not see ourselves as grasshoppers. We see the enemy as a defeated foe, and we rise up and Amen. possess the land. Amen? Amen. You know, in Exodus 33, 11, I love this about Joshua. It says, as, as the Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend, Moses returned to the camp, but his minister, Joshua, the son of Nun, the young man did not depart from the temporary prayer tent. And I've always loved that scripture. Moses had a face-to-face encounter with God. He left the tent, but Joshua stayed behind in the tent. Wow what happened with Joshua and God what did, did Joshua have that face-to-face encounter like God did see there's so much more that we're being invited into in this season and in this time God is saying you can have just as I was with Moses I am with you just as he was with them he's with us now if we just stay behind in that place of God's presence if we get ourselves in that place of face-to-face God wants to speak to us and he wants to give a strategy and plan to take our land hallelujah
1: amen amen so in verse two it says moses my servant is dead now then you and all these people get ready to cross the jordan river into the land i'm about to give them to the israelites and you see that there's a there's a there's a command to get ready there's a command to get ready in the church there's an expectancy that this is going to happen the preparation has happened now get ready there's an expectancy to advance but an expectancy of Everything that God has for us, which is the good, it's not an expectancy of fear. To go into some place that they didn't know. It's an expectancy of victory, yes, and that's what yes. we have right now in yes. in the church, in the body, that we have an expectancy to advance yes. into everything that God has for us mm-hmm. with confidence, with with uh, with victory in our hearts, knowing that the it's already won, that the, the, the victory is already won. Yes. But we still have to advance. Yes, we still yes. have to to get up and to go into yes. that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to still show who we are. We have yes. to reveal. The very nature of who we are the yes. the Holy Spirit within us, yes. you know, that 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 when, you know, demons will flee right. because they see who yeah. we carry, yes. but they, they won't be able to flee unless they see who we are. Yeah. And so we have to advance into those places, into those areas yes. that we haven't yes. possibly been before, into those areas that God has preserved for us for this time, yeah. that in the preparation that he's done in us, that now we have confidence to go in Amen. and to take back. And so that expectation, I love this scripture in uh, Colossians 127 in the Passion Translation. It says, living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. And that's what we, that's what we have, the expectation of his glory yes. at any given yes. second of any given minute of yes. any given hour of any day that we have that expectation of glory. Yes. It's the expectation of victory. Yeah. And so the preparation that God had done in, in, you know, in the children of Israel um, was preparation to receive their inheritance. Yes. God always prepares us before yeah. he has that re- inheritance for us to receive. Yeah. Many people believe that we have an inheritance. Yes, we do. Well, there has been a preparation going on behind the, behind the scenes. But but God does that preparation for us to receive, to receive everything that he has for us at the right time, at the timing. And that's why I say, right now it's time. It's time that we've been prepared For to receive our inheritance, to receive the things that we've been praying for and believing for, for our families, you know the things that we've believing for in healing, the things that we've been believing for for our neighbours or friends or cousins or, or 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 this land or this country, or yeah. we just we just touched on the government for the things that happen that we're believing for God to show to show up and to show off yeah. in the things that He will demonstrate His goodness and bring favour. I love that song that we were singing there, the favour of the land, like now that we're going to see the inheritance that we're. We're gonna step into everything that he has for us right now it's not we're going to have to wait 40 years no the preparation has been done that we're ready we're saying Lord we are ready now we're ready now to step into everything that that you have for us to step into the preparation has been done we say now we advance now we take back and we take back the spoils we take back everything that the enemy has stolen from our family from our land from us personally from our health and we say no more we're a it today. We're receiving it today. We're about to cross over. We're crossing over. We have an expectation in our hearts that we're crossing over to receive it. Make that Make that known in yourself today that you're ready to cross over. Make it, make, it, make it right now in your spirit that we're crossing over today. Even during this service, we're crossing over in the spirit realm, and we're taking the spoils. We're taking the spoils of the enemy. It's ours, and we declare it. We're taking it back. We're taking it back. No more. You get your hands off our spoils. The things that have been laid up for us are ours in Jesus' name.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We say yes and amen. We take it. We take it. Hallelujah. You know, preparation is never wasted time. Mm. You know, it took Mark 20, uh, 20 years to come find me. (laughs) It took us 20 years believing and Lord was preparing me. God was preparing him. But you know, sometimes there's been a wait, there's been a preparation, but you know what? We really do feel like God is saying the time is now. The time is now for us to rise up and possess Mm. this land. Psalm 31 15 says that our times are in his hands. Our times and seasons are in his hands. And we are such. We are at such a set time in the body of Christ, such a set time in our nation. We can trust God. We can trust him. Like Pastor Virginia said, sometimes we don't see everything he's doing, but he is moving. He is moving in America. He's moving in our nation. He's moving on your behalf. And we can trust him with our seasons and times. So preparation is never wasted time. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So we're going to quickly look at five, points that are made over the next uh, few verses. And these are, are these are points to take the land, how to take the land, how to inherit your promises. And, you know, we look at the first one and it's movement. You know, we've got to move. We've, we've got to take those steps to move. As we listen to God and God gives us commands, we've got to take those steps of movement. And it's as you go. You know, we, we see in, with, with Jesus, with the disciples, he gave them instructions go into these places, and they would go, and, and the 12 disciples went, and they saw great miracles. He sent 70, and they saw the miracles of God, and, and you know, it was as they went. It was, there was a movement involved. There's a, there's, there's a thing where we have to, you know, shake ourselves down, get up out of our beds, and take those steps to receive the goodness of God. And it says in verse 3, it says, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. And so he's saying that to us as well. He's saying that he's given us the same command. I will give you every place where you set your foot. And what a confidence booster it must have been to, to uh, Joshua to receive that. That God Here was God saying, now everything that you've seen over the last 40 years, and you, you saw everything, Joshua, that I did. You saw all the miracles. You saw everything that, that I, I, I strengthened and gave Moses. I'm going to give you the same thing. For, for the future. What a great promise for, for Joshua to step into that leadership role, to take those Israelites with confidence knowing that all he had to do was move, you know, step forward, yeah. advance into the things that God uh, had for the victories that God has for him. Was there things that he had to encounter as in physical? Yes. Is there things that we're going to have to encounter as we move forward into the promises of God? Yes. But we can be assured, as as, as, as Joshua and Moses was assured, that every place that, that we step our foot on, the Lord has given us that. That means that the enemies are defeated. That means that those things that look like they're uh, up ahead of us, those mountains, well, the mountains are being torn down. They're being cast into the sea. Those things that look like they're they're set up against us have been defeated. And so... It says, like, um, these same promises are for you. I love the story about George Washington, and this is a simple story about, you know, how George Washington, um, during the Revolutionary War, uh, as a young man, as a young, very young, uh, you know, was he a captain or a, in the? I can't remember what he was, but he was a very young man, ni- 17, 18, 19, in those years, and he was given um, a task to be a surveyor of the land um and so he would survey the land he would he would uh, know the best uh, treks the best land to to uh, you know to to see the best routes to take he had that information that that uh, he was you know taking and gleaning and you know many years later uh, although he was you know main, mainly on horseback but he still would walk those places and you know it says in genesis 13:17 There's a scripture that says, get up and walk the land for I will give it to you. It's so simple. Just get up and walk the land for I will give it to you because who we carry and who we are takes that land. It's the advancement of walking and taking it. And, you know, we see many years later, that George Washington, he took the land that God promised him, that just for him to be obedient in doing the things that he was doing all those years previous, that God gave him the land. God gave him this land. God allowed him to rule over this land, to take back the land, to advance in the land, and gave him many victories in the land. And so, get up and walk the land, for I will give it to you. So, the first point we're we're talking about here is movement as you go.
0: Amen. Amen. We have a part to play for some reason on this um on this uh, outline i keep thinking of cheers from like 1990 you know i'm like get up and move tigers <laughs> cheers are part of my sermon sorry everyone if you were cheering with me back in the day you might know that one too but we've got to get up and move <laughs> we gotta we, we get to be a participants god moves but we move with him Amen. god is moving and we are moving with him and we want to go where he goes and stay where he stays that's what we learned from the children of israel in the wilderness yeah. when he moved they packed up and moved when he stayed they stayed so we want to get up and move as the spirit of the of the lord leads us luke 10 19 says behold i give unto you power to tread that's to walk Amen. that's yeah. to move that's to yeah. get up and move he's given us power to get up and move and to and to walk, to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. As we move forward, we are expecting the glory of God to meet us. We're expecting the goodness of God. The opposite of that is fear and dread and that is not our portion. We are of those that have a good report. We are of those that see rightly. So as we move forward, we're going to expect the glory of God, expect the miracle working power of God to meet us at every step. Amen. So let's move forward. Amen.
1: Amen. So we're moving forward. The next point is expansion. It says in uh, verse 4, Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the West. So, number two is expansion. God wants to expand our territory. He wants to expand our spiritual territory, giving us wisdom, revelation, uh, knowledge, giving us more. It's the expansion in here. It's the expansion of of more of Him to receive, to receive more in our in our spirit man. So we can that 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 we can uh, so we can step out in that weighty anointedness and understand. The, the workings of he- heaven the workings of the Holy Spirit in and through us so that we can expect more so that when we lay hands on the sick we're not just believing and, and hoping and praying that something's going to happen no no we have the expansion happening in our in our in our man that we know that God is the god he's the god of the healer we just we sang that he's he's our healer that we know that when we step out that we see we have that expectancy to see healing so God is expanding us he's expanding our personal spiritual territory, um, and giving us dominion even in the areas that we live in, giving us dominion in our homes, giving us dominion in our neighborhoods, in our schools, in our counties, in our cities, in regions and and, and states. And, you know, God is giving us that dominion, that dominion that we have, uh, that we take territory over, over the spiritual atmospheres in where we live. He's expanding that territory to understand and to know who we are, to know that, that, that we are Christ, that, that Christ lives in us and that the enemy flees from us. And we can take those territories and and pull down those strongholds in Jesus name. And so it says in, uh, Isaiah 54, two, Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes and so just as a prophetic act we 're just going to do that right now we 're just going to allow the Holy Spirit to expand us right now to to strengthen us yes. to strengthen us in our inner our mind to just hold out your arms like this and just allow the Holy Spirit to expand us. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you right now, Lord, that you're, you're, you're expanding our territory. You're expanding us right now in our, in our mind. You're giving us more revelation, more wisdom, more knowledge. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the power, the power in your word, the power in Holy Spirit that you are in us. We thank you, Lord, for those strongholds, those strongholds being broken, being taken down in Jesus' name in jesus name you
0: know sometimes we need the lord to help us expand (laughs) you need the lord's help like i think of abraham when he was in his tent in genesis 15 and he was dreaming with god and talking to god about his future and about god's plan for him to take the land and so he was he was talking to god and he, he just couldn't get it so god said come out of your tent abraham now look up at the stars look at the expanse of the sky and he said look that's how many descendants I'm going to give you. Look at that. You can't He said, "Can you count those stars?" And he said, "No, I can't I can't even count them, God. They're innumerable." Wow. And Abraham said, now see, that's, that's what I want you to see. That is your future. And so God, he will do that with each one of us. When you take that time with him in the tent, like we talked about, when you take that time with the Lord in the presence of the Lord and you dream with him, he will expand your vision and help you to see what he sees for your future. And then when you get in agreement with that, it's going to happen it's going to happen. So God has a beautiful expansion out of where we've been, out of our comfort zone and into where he's calling us to, into all his goodness and all the blessing that he wants us to step into. Amen.
1: Amen. Okay. Number three is protect.
0: Can I say one more thing? I'm so sorry. I had one more little point, but I thought it was so good. Let me just jump in because I'm so sorry, honey. You know, when you're riding a carousel, and you think, this is so fun, the music, and you're just going around on a, on a plastic horse that's prettily colored, and oh, I've got a unicorn, and I've got a horse, and you think it's fun, and you're going around and around. But what about when you get off that carousel, and then you get on a real stallion, and you can hear it breathing, and you can pet its hair, and you can get up on it and ride? Think of the difference. See, this is what God has more for us. Mm-hmm. He wants to expand us. So let's get off that carousel. Let's get on the horses of God. Let's let's dream with Him. Let's get out of our tent. Let's see the stars. He's got so much more in store for us. Thank you, honey.
1: So number three is um, obey our wife always when oh, she has a when she no. when she, when she, has, when she no, jumps in. No. <laughs> well, uh, yes. Number, but no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number three is uh, protection. God will protect. He is protecting us. It says in verse 5, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Isn't that so good? No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. And, you know, when we look at the scriptures, we see David David lived like this. If it was No matter if it was a, a lion coming against him or a bear coming against him or Goliath coming against him, you know, Goliath. Was, some versions say that Goliath was 13 feet high. That's 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 kind of a giant. I like to think when someone says a giant, I like to think of a giant being a giant, and that's 13 feet high. But David saw Goliath as being, you know, a giant so big that he couldn't miss taking him down. And that's the that's the expectancy that we've got to live with. That that no matter how big these things that are coming against us. They're so easy to take down because they cannot be missed. That we have got, you know, God's weapons in our hands that we can take everything down. So the bigger it is, it's like, okay, this is going to be easier because, because my, my aim is, is not good. But God, God has placed this thing so big that I, can, I can't miss it. I can't miss it, you know. And so that's, the, that's the, the protection that God has for us. But that's the vision that he wants to give us that we can take these things down in our lives. In Matthew 28, 20, um, Jesus, of course, said that he will be with us until the end of the age. And, and that's, like, that's, that's knowing that, that he is with us. But in Deuteronomy 11:25, 25, it says, No one will be able to stand against you. The Lord your God, as he promised you, will put the terror and fear of you on the whole land wherever you go. And that's exactly what Rahab was talking about in the next verse in, in, in chapter two, yeah. Rahab was giving a report yeah. that she said that you know that, that the whole city yeah. was terrified yeah. because of they had heard of the, the stories of the God of, of the Israelites had, you know, uh, the, the, the miracles that had happened, and they were terrified because. They, had, they would see the God in them. They would see, you know, the, 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 the demonic forces would see and put terror upon them as God advanced. And they were expecting any day now for the Israelites to invade and, and for the, the city to fall. So, you know, we can be assured that when we walk into places that, you know, that the enemy flees, it's, it's terrifying to them as we advance forward it's terrifying for them to see that who we carry who we are in the spiritual realm we just if we could have a a look behind the spiritual curtain and see what the power that we have the power that we possess who we are in the spiritual realm that we are the spiritual giants that are walking in the land that we are the spiritual giants taking the land and the enemy is fleeing And even, you know, I'm just getting the picture here, right? I've just seen, you know, as we advance like that, that even in Washington, you know, that that we are giants walking in the land, that we are giants taking the land and the enemy has to flee in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. You know, I just want us to say, I just want you to shout out God is with us and mean it with all your heart. Let's do that. One, two, three. God God is is with 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 us. us. You know, if you watch any of these old Bible movies, and I encourage you to watch it. We love these old Bible movies. And I'm telling you, they're getting ready to take down the walls of Jericho. And you know what they do? They go, God is with us. We need to do that body of Christ. God is with us. Mm -hmm. He's not only with us. Christ is in us. That's what Mark's saying. Colossians 127, Christ Mm. in us is the hope of glory. I'm telling you, God protects us. He is with us. Even the other night, you know, mom knocked on the door. There's a storm, guys. We need to go pray against the storm. Mm. And we've been doing that a lot lately, haven't we here? And, um, you know, we took authority over that storm. And the Holy Spirit has us remind storms. We're just sharing this. So if you feel led to do this as well, you've been disarmed of your power to kill, steal, and destroy. But we've been given all power through Christ Jesus. You are losing strength. We have all power. You have lost your power because of Christ. We have all power in Christ Jesus. And you need to speak to that storm. You say, peace be still. You say, you give gentle rain, but there will be no tornadic activity, no hail damage. You use the authority of Christ in you and speak to those storms, speak to those mountains in your life. He wants to protect us. He does protect us. There's a shield of faith that, that when we pray in the spirit, we raise that shield of faith. And you know what? We don't just raise it around us four and no more. No, we said we just cover the state of Oklahoma in the blood of Jesus. We say no loss of life, property, or damage in the state of Oklahoma. So you rise up, be led by the spirit, use your authority, because when you are receiving that protection of the Lord, that shield covers not only, you but it's covering those around you amen
1: amen amen okay we're going to cover the last two points uh, kind of quickly so the uh, the next point number four is be strong and courageous and you know uh in this verse that that be strong and courageous he repeats it be strong and courageous be strong and courageous be strong and courageous it's to be strong and courageous not not just to go into the land and take it because that's that's a given that's a foregone conclusion it's to be strong and courageous for the battle ahead. You know, now, you know, wh- why would you say be strong and courageous, you know, if the, if the Lord is going to give it to you? Well, because we know that we have a very, very real enemy in 2 Corinthians four four, It talks about the God of this world, and he's not going to give up anything without a fight. He's not going to just release it to you. We don't get things just from from, from heaven, you know into our lap, no, no. He gives us the advancement to go. He gives us the encouragement to go. But we have to go and, and release those, uh, you know, uh, our spiritual armor. The, you know, we got to pray into those things and release those things and take back those things. So there, there, there is a very real um, opposition to anything that we do. How many people? will recognize that there is an opposition. As you step out for the things of God and you do things for the things of the God, that you will get opposition. But the opposition has, has been defeated and he has to let go. And it's just a matter, again, of moving forward, advancing into the things of God, receiving the, the protection, receiving, you know, being strong and courageous and, 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 and receiving the victory that he has for us. Because the enemy is defeated in our lives we have been called to enter into the greatest spiritual battle of all the ages and we have been chosen to do that right now he chose us to to be a part of the side that wins the side that that takes the spoils the, t- the side that enters into the victory but we have to enter in and receive that in Jesus' name.
0: That's so good. you know, And other cheers coming to mind, be aggressive, be, be aggressive. You all know that, but that's what the body of Christ, be aggressive, yes. body of Christ. Yeah, be aggressive. Don't walk around passive, letting the devil just beat you up and steal you, steal from you. No, the Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy, John 10, 10. But Jesus came to give us life in abundance to the full till it amen. overflows. Amen. And that is what we are w- talking about. You you don't let the enemy steal from you. Yep. You keep what you've got. You occupy your land. You receive your inheritance and your promises. And you need to be strong and courageous. Amen. He need, the enemy, when he does look at us, he sees Christ in us. Yeah. So he is a defeated foe. But even when that storm came, we're not afraid of that storm. We're strong and courageous. And we have the power to speak to those storms. So even if a storm has been coming towards you, coming at you, we're not afraid of the storm. No. But God, let the power of Christ in you rise and speak to that storm, command it to dissipate, and command peace be still in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Okay, so the last uh, point is then success. And God promises us us success. He talks about it here. uh, Prosperity, uh, the prosperity and success God's way. You know, some people think that success or prosperity is... In all the education, all the books that they read, all the seminars that they go to, all the people in high places that they can get a favors from, or you know, uh, paying people off, or you know, and and they're they're the world's ways of of getting up on the ladder. They're the they're the they're the ways of the world to try and get successful. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But God's way of success in the in the kingdom realm. There's a whole different way of succeeding, and he gives us those three points right here. God's way of success is—we've already covered—be strong and courageous. Okay, so be strong and courageous. That's all we need for number one: is just to receive the strength of God, to receive that 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 courage to step into those battle areas that we'll be, we will be called into, because there's you know there's light and darkness. The church is. On the offensive, yes, yes, yes. the world are going to be offended. Yes, yes. Let me say that again the world yes. is going to be offended cool. for what we are about to do and what yes. we're doing. We can yes. see that happening, yes. we're seeing that happening now that the lines have been drawn. Yes. I mean, even the world is encroaching into the church, yes. but we're not having it no, because no. we're on the offensive. Yes. When Jesus said, I'm building my, my, my church on this rock and, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It was the church to be an offensive church that the gates of hell are defending the advancement of the church. It's not that we're defending the advancement of, of hell. No, no, no. We're taking back what the enemy has stolen from us. The church is advancing and therefore the very, by the very nature of the church advancing, the world are going to be offended. The world are going to be offended for what we have to say. So the lines are drawn. The battle is being drawn up and being made. But we are advancing. And that's the strength and courage that we need. To speak the truth as we leave these four walls. To, to, to be in environments where you know, we don't hold back and we speak the truth. And no matter what, we're, we're advancing the kingdom. The second one, and again this is successful in God's eyes. Obey God's word. Whatever he says, he might drop something into your spirit, man. You know, an encouraging word or he might give some revelation that's going to break open a whole region. You know, a word to somebody, a word to a leader, a government leader or whatever it is, a, per, a CEO of a of a well-known, you know, company that 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 the Lord will give you a word, you know, that will break open him and the influence that he has. Will, will bring thousands into the kingdom. So obey God's word. And then third is read and study the law daily. Well, that means read your Bible every day. They're the, the three key elements to be successful in the eyes of God. Let's just read that quickly in, in verse 8. <clears throat> Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And you will be successful in your businesses. You will be successful in your families. You will be successful no matter what you do. Success is yours. It's a portion to you. Success in everything that you do is your portion. And so God has these promises for us today to walk in. It's time to cross over. It's time to cross over. We had the preparation. We've been prepared. It's time to cross over into everything that God has for us today. So let's just recap on what we talked about. We talked about today movement. Take the steps forward in faith as he directs. Expand your territory. Make room. Make room for more. Expand your territory uh, spiritually. And then territory personally. God wants to give us things. He wants to give us land. He wants to give us houses. He wants to give us, you know, different things. Make room. Make room for more. Number three, God will protect you as you advance. That's that heavenly protection as you advance. Number four, be strong and courageous. And number five is the result of all that, that you will be prosperous and successful. Praise the Lord. Let's stand to our feet right now. Thank you, Jesus. We're crossing over today. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There may be someone here today or watching online that may want to give their lives to the Lord, that may want to say, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to cross over. I'm ready to, to step into the, the promises of God. Maybe I haven't been living right. Maybe, maybe it's just this is your moment. This is the time that God has set the alignment, his timing. That this is the day that you want to say yes i want to receive jesus as my lord and savior well if that's you and maybe you're watching online just receive him into your heart receive jesus into your heart believe in your heart and speak with your mouth that jesus christ is your my lord and savior that he was raised from the dead and now i receive him into my heart in jesus name it's a simple prayer it's a simple prayer that you acknowledge Jesus, that he died on the cross for you, and now you want him to live in you for the rest of your life. And if you said that prayer, get in touch with somebody here in, in the leadership, pastors and or, or leadership. Let them know. If you're online, just, just send a message to say, Hey, I've said that prayer. Can you tell me more? Can you tell me what do I, what do, I do next? And people here will do that for you. And so as we've been talking today about crossing over, let's believe the Lord that he has done that in our lives, that that, that he's done that in our spirit, man. That we're crossing over from from the old to the new, that he's prepared a place for us to step into, a place in the spirit. Maybe some of us here have been going through certain things and and we just need that shift we need that 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 encouragement that word to say okay well if i step out in faith if i step out in faith that that in the spiritual realm it's already been done and if i make that movement i will align into everything that god has for me in this moment and so if you feel that that you need that just that shift that crossing over to inherit your promises Why don't you take, be brave and take that step up to the front. And we'd love to pray for you and agree in making that step forward. That's the activation. That's the activation in the spiritual realm by faith, by faith, coming forward, by faith, just taking that step, that movement that we talked about as you go, nothing happens unless you go, unless you take those steps, the first steps. That's where faith is activated then in that, in that place. So I'd encourage you now to just get out of your seat and to to come forward. Make that movement. Take those first steps forward as we cross over today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Well, for those who want to come forward, we're going to be here. But for those of you who uh, have to leave, you know, with... We just uh, release you you now. we say be blessed. Have a blessed day. Um, Come back again next week, and there'll be an amazing preacher preaching next week. But uh, be blessed today. Uh, Wonderful being here with you all, and and, uh, let's just give the Lord a shout before we go. Hallelujah. Come on. Give the Lord a shout. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.